always a good time when we get a chance to catch up with Orioles Director of Player Development, Matt Blood, who joins us now. And, and Matt, good afternoon. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Uh, my first question, and I have no idea the answer. I'm just curious. How involved, if at all, are you in the lead-up to the draft process? The draft starts Sunday. Hey, good to be back. Uh, I'm here. I'm here in Baltimore. I'm at Camden Yards. We've got meetings going on. I've been here all week. Uh, be here through Tuesday. So, uh, really, I'm, I'm listening, uh, answering any questions that there may be. Uh, but these guys, these scouts, have done a ton of work on these players, and uh, you know they're the ones who ultimately uh, are going to make this decision. Sure. Matt, without giving away any secrets, wh- is there a period where this thing sort of ramps up? And, and was that like a month ago, a week ago? When did things start to ramp up getting ready for this? You know, it's a steady build from the beginning of the amateur season, but uh, I, I believe, you know, we've been going at it now for a little bit over a week. And, you know, now you get to this point, it's a lot of uh, kind of rehashing and trying to fine-tune some things. So, uh, you know, it, it kind of builds up over time. Matt, Jason is not here. He's on vacation. But when he heard you were on, he texted me a number of questions. So I will try to get to some of them because he's obviously very curious. Uh, first and foremost, Dustin Knight seems like a, a really cool story. He he was basically uh, training kids in San Antonio through a pitching session through like 98, the Orioles. Signed. How did you find him? Well, that would be our pro scouting you know, director who does a great job, Mike Snyder. Uh, you know, he, he identified him and uh, recommended uh, that we sign him, and we got him now, and he's doing a great job. Yeah, he's and he's probably one of those guys, and we've seen, uh, I, I think at some point, the organization will get to a point where you don't see as many guys getting to the major league level, but I would think he's a guy that's got a shot to get up at the, at the big league level at some point this year. Sure. He keeps going well in, in Norfolk, and yeah, he should have a chance. Uh, Matt Gunnar Henderson got promoted. We the 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 big brother uh, Jordan Westbrook got there and and just kept on rolling. But Gunnar struggled a little bit. It, it, when you see that, is that surprising? Did you expect it? But he seems to have gotten rolling. No, it's to be expected, and I I personally think it's great for him. You know the experience of that challenge and having to deal with it. You know we don't want our players to make it to the major leagues never having been through some some significant struggles you know they're going to learn how to deal with these types of things and uh that's you know what he went through and you know he's going to go through that up and down you know throughout this season but you can tell he's already settling in some and he's three and a half years younger than that level and to be doing what he's doing uh is, is really impressive we're talking to Matt Blood, the Orioles Director of Player Development. It's Inside Access here on a Friday. Uh, Matt, let's talk uh, some injury updates on some guys. And I think I just saw a tweet. Uh, J- what's going on with Joey Ortiz? Yeah, Joey, he hurt his left shoulder, you know, swinging. And uh, he had surgery. So he's going to be, uh, you know, out for the rest of the season. He'll be back. He'll be back next season. Which is, he was having himself. He had just gotten promoted, correct? And he was having a heck of a year. Oh, man, you know, he's made some big improvements in his game. You know, he's been a great shortstop, and his offense has um, taken some strides. And, yeah, it was disappointing to see that happen. I mean, he's one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's resilient, incredibly hard worker. You know, he'll be back next year and uh, ready to go. And, and he's one of those guys, Matt, who really changed his body. I get Jason talks about it all the time. Like from the time he saw him at first and then saw him this year, he seemed to have really like in, in, completely reformed himself. Yeah, he put in a ton of hard work over, over COVID, you know, last year. And he, he went from being, 
you know, kind of a medium-sized guy to really strong, well-put-together uh, athlete. And, you know, it's shown on uh, both sides of the ball. Any update on Taron Vavra? He's still he's still working through uh, his injury. That that one, uh, you know, we're hoping he's back here in, in a month or so, uh, and you know he'd be back playing, and we've got to get him back on the field. Uh, uh, how about Anthony Cervedio? Or Cervedio is going to start playing in the in Florida for like a little rehab week next week, and then hopefully the week after that we'll see him back uh, in Delmarva. Uh, and, and one more, and I know he had Tommy John, but uh, anything with Carter Ballmer? Oh, yeah, he's doing great, uh, progressing very well. He's on schedule, you know, to be, you know, competitive next season. Talking to Matt Blood, the Orioles' director of player development inside access. Ken Wyman here, uh, Jason, on vacation. I did see, so the, what one of the short season leagues started, and I, if I misspoke, I apologize, but I saw Kobe Mayo's playing some baseball. Yeah, the, they call it the FCL is playing, essentially the old GCL. And, yeah, he's playing, um, you know, every day on one of our two teams down there. And how, how is that going? It's going well. Yeah, he's, he's been hitting, uh, you know, playing good defense. Uh, he looks great. Uh, obviously, Bowie wasn't going to win every game forever. And, and I guess with this, this goes with a little what you said about Gunner, but I assume it's good to see some struggles to see how they fight through said struggles. Sure. I mean, it's baseball, too. I mean, yeah. Like you said, I mean, you're going to win something, you're going to lose something. They've lost a, a handful of extra inning, one inning games, you know, which is a little bit of bad luck. But you know, they're a great team. They've had, a, they've had a little bit of, you know, injury bug. But they compete every night. And, uh, you know, they're a team that when another team sees them on their schedule, you know, they, they, it's kind of like a Super Bowl where they got, they got to bring their best game if they want to win. Matt, you've been very bullish on Kyle Bradish. I know when we've talked about D.L. Hall and, and Grace, and you, you've put him almost at that level as well. What, have you liked what you've seen from him at AAA? He really hasn't skipped a beat. You know, he's been up there. He's striking guys out, not giving up many hits or runs. He's he's a starting pitching prospect, and you know, yeah, I, I think he's you know uh, Rodriguez and D.L. They're both you know, rotation type of prospects, and I think uh, Bradish is the same. Is, is D.L., will he be back soon, speaking of D.L.? He, he's down in Florida, and uh, he will be, you know, back pitching in a game later this year. Hey, Matt, one of the cool things, and we had D.L. and Grayson and Adley all on within a couple of weeks, and the relationship between those three guys is actually – it's funny and it's fascinating, and the fact that both D.L. and Grayson have said that Adley kind of instigates the two of them to, to get on each other. It's a fun kind of competitiveness, but it's great to see from those three guys. Well, it's not just those three. It's the culture you know, in the minor leagues. There's a whole host of players who they're really tight. Uh, they compete really hard with each other. They also – uh, you know, root for each other really hard, and so yeah, you, you're you're seeing that uh, camaraderie play out uh, publicly, which is which is nice. Uh, but th- this is a nice core of players that uh, you know they're, they're growing up together. They're they're uh, they're battling together every day, and uh, hopefully, it, you know, pays off at the major league level. You know, in the future. Matt, last question for you, and I, this is probably an educated guess, but I've been incredibly impressed with the, the strides the farm system has made, and you've done this without really any guys that you've signed internationally because that process takes a little while. Is there anybody that, that could be on the horizon that will start seeing uh, make their ways through the minor leagues? On the international side? Yes. 
Yeah, they're, it's still a young program. Uh, you know, we drafted. I mean, we've signed. You know, a, a couple, a couple of groups now. You know, there's a shortstop, uh, Michael Hernandez, who's who's very interesting, but he, you know, he's he's a little ways away. Uh, we made some trades uh, for some guys that I think are very interesting. Misael Desan and um, and Isaac De Leon. You know, Luis Gonzalez was assigned, who's got you know big left-handed power. Uh, but we got to be patient. You know, mm-hmm. all, all these guys are, are, you know, in rookie ball, and it's going to take some time for them to, uh, you know, realize that talent. Matt Blood, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy your weekend. I know it's going to be uh, a kind of a stressful weekend, but hopefully we'll see the fruits of the labor in the, in the coming years. Well, absolutely. It's always fun being on with you guys, and, you know, draft meetings are, are one of my favorite things. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not too much stress. It's a lot of fun <laughs> what we do. Well, then enjoy. Thanks so much, Matt. All right, talk to you soon. Yep, it's Inside Access, Jason Locke, and Four on Vacation. Ken Wyman with you. It is Cordell Woodland's final show uh, as we say goodbye to him. And a couple of Cordell Woodland segments back-to-back. As uh, Too bad Jason's not here for this one. But coming up next, it's Jurassic Picks, where Cordell plays songs that we're too old to know, and we'll see if we can figure them out. And then at 5 o'clock, it's final edition of Cordell's Corner here on The Fan. Inside Access. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.